Christmas is that magical time of year for family, food, and a tree filled with lights and presents. But for one West Virginia family, Christmas would become a time of sadness and frustration when 21-year-old college student Leah Hickman was found dead just days before the holiday. I'm Jennifer Blades, and this is the Unanswered Podcast, Season 2, Cold as Ice. It was December 14th in 2007 in Huntington, West Virginia. According to the city of Huntington's website, it's described as a vibrant, energetic city where heritage comes alive. It sits on the Ohio River at the point where West Virginia, Ohio, and Kentucky meet, and one of the largest river ports in the United States. It was known as the Jewel City. Huntington is also home to 21-year-old journalism student at Marshall University, Leah Hickman. Leah wanted to be a TV reporter and tell other people's stories. But sadly, she would be the one who would become a headline. Leah lived with her half-sister Jessica in an apartment on 8th Avenue. Her father Ron stated, quote, She was always happy, always trying to be a little mommy to people younger than her. End quote. That Friday Leah was last seen was a typical day. That evening, she signed into her MySpace account and later called a friend and mentioned going to McDonald's. It was reported that possibly she did go to McDonald's because a receipt was found in her apartment from that day. The next day, on Saturday, December 15th, her sister Jessica returned to the apartment. When she noticed Leah's purse and keys were left, she also noticed that her car was outside, but there was no sign of Leah. What really made her family worry is that Leah never showed up for her shift at the local dress barn. Her father, Ron, told Dateline, quote, It's just not like her. I knew something had to be wrong. I could feel it immediately, end quote. Ron made the hour drive with his sister and a preacher to the girl's apartment. He knew something was wrong. Again, it wasn't like Leah to make her family worry, especially her father, whom she was very close with as she was his only child. That Monday, an official missing persons report was filed with the Huntington Police Department. Search parties, along with police, were actively looking for Leah for a week. Her employer, Dress Barn, offered a $10,000 reward for information on her whereabouts. Sadly, a week later, on December 21st, Leah's body was found. And listeners, I was shocked to learn where. Her body was found by officers in a crawl space underneath her apartment. That crawl space was connected to a shared laundry room and could be accessed through multiple ways. And Leah had been strangled. Apparently, this apartment complex consisted of four units, one that Leah and her sister lived in, two that were vacant, and one that a man who was out of town at the time of the murder lived in. When the news of Leah's murder started to spread throughout the town, the Huntington Police Department received multiple tips, but nothing that led to any real suspects. Time passed, and sadly, the case went cold. For years, Leah's father contacted the police monthly, stating, I just don't want her case to be forgotten. Seven years after Leah's murder in 2014, somebody sprayed 
who killed Leah Hickman on the outside wall of Leah's apartment building. Police never found out who did that or why. One thing that could actually solve this case was that the police did collect some trace evidence and sent it for DNA testing. Even though they didn't have any matches, it doesn't mean that they never will. I'm curious if they tested the evidence against her sister or boyfriend, if she had one. And by no means am I accusing her sister or potential boyfriend, but it's a fair question because, let's face it, a lot of murders are committed by someone that the victim knew. Also, I know that police tend to want to keep things close to the vest in unsolved murder cases, but I wonder what the evidence was. Could it be something identifiable, like an article of clothing or a smoked cigarette? I have so many unanswered questions. Again, did she have a boyfriend or maybe an ex-boyfriend that she was having trouble with? Were there any signs of forced entry? Does her computer yield any clues? Did her sister have a boyfriend or ex that may have wanted to harm Leah? I mean, you know, what time of day did this happen? I mean, no one saw anything. I know that in 2007, like home security cameras weren't really a thing like they are today, but Maybe someone witnessed something that seemed a little off. It's scary to think that this might have just been a total stranger, but anything's possible. I do wonder if Leah went out that night other than to McDonald's. Maybe someone at the McDonald's remembers seeing something. I also wonder if she was into online dating or was someone stalking her and knew that her sister wasn't going to be around that night. I don't know why, but I have this feeling that Leah knew her killer was. Now, I have no evidence to support this theory, but something in my gut is telling me that if police took a closer look at her personal life, including work and school, I think they might find something that could help solve this almost 16-year-old cold case. I'm sure that police have done everything they can, and I know that that's like a a harsh statement sometimes and, you know, to just assume that they haven't done anything. And I always find with cases like this that, you know, people want the police to do more, but sometimes they really can't. If there isn't evidence or a witness, what are they supposed to go on? So hopefully, you know, somebody, again, remembers seeing something or maybe they even know who the killer is or maybe had a suspicion about someone they knew that was acting strangely around that time that knew Leah or... You know, just anything. I mean, there are so many possibilities, but again, it was so close to home for her. That's the part that just, I don't understand. And this family does need justice. So if you have any information about Leah's murder, please contact the Huntington Police Department's Criminal Investigation Bureau at 304-696-4420 or the tip line at 304-696-4444. Keep listening for this week's Ice Cold Bonus Case. This week's Ice Cold Case takes place in Honolulu, Hawaii. On September 8, 1986, 21-year-old Gregory Yamada's body 
was found on what was once Cane Hall Road, beneath the H1 Freeway and Waikele Overpass. At the time, police determined that Gregory's body had been thrown over the side of the freeway after he was badly beaten. Hours later, around 6 p.m. that day, an unidentified man was seen on surveillance camera using Gregory's ATM card at the Y&I branch of Honolulu Federal Saving and Loan. Even after almost 37 years of this murder taking place and this unidentified man using his ATM card, no one's ever come forward as the man or even to identify the man. There's very little information about this case. And again, almost 37 years is a long time for his family and friends to not have any answers. Check our socials for a picture of the unidentified man, as well as pictures of Gregory. If you have any information, please call Crime Stoppers Honolulu at 808-955-8300. All tipsters can remain anonymous. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate the show and tell a friend. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Unanswered Podcast for updates and more information from today's show. If you have any case suggestions, go to theunanswerpodcast.com to submit your request. Join us every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next time, stay safe.